Hey, this is Kirna Grayer from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Kentel Russo with us. Kentel is a seasoned professional with over 15 years of experience in healthcare industry. She's a certified high-performance coach and a magical leadership coach. Kentel combines her extensive healthcare experience with her coaching expertise to help others unleash their full potential. So, let's begin with it, Kentel. Please tell us about yourself, where you're from. I know you're from South Africa. So, how was life so far? And uh, now you have been in states for 23 years. What is the experience here and there? Uh, thanks, Karen. Yeah, originally uh, from South Africa, born and raised. I've lived in the States now for about 23 years. When you ask me about my experience and the difference between the two countries, I mean, they are vastly different. I always said, folks, there's nothing like a South African. They are the most warm, loving, sarcastic. Really, really loved my time here in the States. And I've actually lived here longer than I did in South Africa. So this is my home. Yeah, it is. And uh, speaking of work profession, so starting from healthcare, what was your healthcare expertise and how do you bring it to the coaching industry? Sure. I've been in healthcare now for 15 years. I started at a small pharmacy benefit management company when I was 19 and sort of worked my way up and then found myself in the sales growth and distribution, which personally, I've never actually thought of myself as a salesperson, but I love people and I love developing relationships. And to me, all sales is education and relationship development. No one product is ever going to be for everyone. Develop your relationships those folks will remember you and maybe introduce you to other folks that might find some potential in your product. Yes, totally. And as far as leadership is concerned, what is the first step towards being a good leader or let's say a great leader? I think leadership is influence, my friend. And here's the thing, you know, I've come to learn that you don't need a title to lead. And as a great leader, when you are leading a team, you have to instill in them that they do not need a title to lead. Lead every single day, regardless if you have a team or not. So if you cannot lead yourself, you cannot lead a team. There's a saying that says, leader of one, leader of many. If you can't lead one, you can't lead any. So now my next question is how about high performance, right? How does one perform well, high performance in pressurized situation? Yeah, great question. I think when it comes to life, you will always find yourself in situations that are not ideal. Mm -hmm. And as a fan of personal growth and development, I think that you need to start training yourself in a way to where you can first pause and respond to something instead of react to it. It takes time to develop that skill set. So when it comes to high performance, I think that's a big part of it, right? You have now developed your skill set to a point where you can pause and respond instead of just innately react. There are a few, we call it the six pillars of high performance, and they all start with the P. Psychology, physiology, passion, purpose, productivity. Um, these are all things that you focus on as a high performance. When you take a look at someone's success, someone who is like incredibly successful, these are all areas where they do really, really well. In. Yeah. And for the world's highest performers, they do it consistently. Where most people develop success, they have success for a little bit and then they'll dip down. Mm -hmm. They'll have success again and then they'll dip down. Process of ebb and flow. However, there is what I have found in certified high performance coaching, the methodology of highlighting these six areas and getting really, really clear on what are my goals? How do I stay focused on? And what activities do I need to do in order to continue that success long term? Yeah, of course. And as, as far as it is concerned with building a team, 
okay as a leader first you are solopreneur and then you turn into an entrepreneur who is having five member team and then there is a transition to a bigger team which is 50 people or more people right so how does one take complete responsibility of these situations as they turn out i think it's a huge mindset shift right there are folks out there leading with ego and i personally do not think that ego has any place in leadership what you need to understand as a leader is that you work for your people your people don't work for you now there's Folks that would say, well, that's common sense. You know, common sense is not always common practice. So to me, what makes an incredible leader is you work for your people. You see things in your people before they see it in themselves. You have belief in them before they have belief in themselves. Yeah, what a great way to put that. So you work for your team and your team does not work for you. Tell us about social media and uh, the way that you look at it. Do you think social media is of any relevance in the coaching industry? Yeah, it's quite funny how I transitioned into coaching, just stepping out of executive level healthcare, the industry in healthcare. It's funny, you know that saying, if you think you're good at something, you'll tell everyone, but if you really are good at it, they will tell you. Yeah. So within the last year or so, I've had a plethora of people come to me and ask me to coach them or ask me to share with them my leadership skill sets and, and insights. And at first, I didn't quite understand why, because I did not think of myself. So there are a few people, a few key people that actually planted the seed with me that, hey, you are actually a great coach. You should think about doing that. And um, I ended up taking a professional certification course just to, to pour into myself. And it was during this course where I realized, you know what? This is actually something that I want to do, that I'm passionate about, and that people need. There are so many people, Karen, feeling so incredibly lost and frustrated and defeated at the moment. And they have no clarity. They don't know what their purpose is. They don't know what their passions are. That's a great way to walk through life, feeling like a bloody zombie. Yeah. Again, my question is about social media this time. Tell us about the ways that you like promoting yourself. Like, are you available on any of these platforms? Tell us about your IDs there also. Yeah, I'm on all the social media platforms. Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. I think social media is a beautiful thing if you use it in the correct way. You know that saying, find your tribe? Yeah, I do. So I think as long as you are showing up online as your most authentic self, it is a great way for your tribe to find a network and for you to be able to serve at a higher level and be a post value for them. Yeah, and as it is said that your vibe attracts your tribe. So show your vibe on social media. If you can tell us about the best practices one should have to build habits that will lead to higher performance. Best practice, first you need to get clear on your goals. You know, I've run into people who think that their goal is X, Y, Z when you actually dig in and have a really honest conversation with them. Other things come to the service. And they start to realize that, you know, what I thought my goal was is actually not what my goal is. And so once you have that clarity of where you want to go, now you can focus on forming the habits that you need to do on a consistent basis to move the needle on that. But if you don't first have clarity, arbitrarily walking through life with no intention. Um, and we live in a society right now where we are so, we react to distraction. You know, you wake up, most people, the first thing they do when they open their eyes is grab their phone start scrolling social media, they start checking their email. That is not intentional creation. That is reaction to distraction. You haven't even climbed out of bed yet. You haven't even put your feet on the floor yeah. and you're already reacting to the world's distraction. I like to operate in the space of intentional creation. Now think about it this way. If everyone is so distracted, how easy is it to just be more intentional? You are going to achieve your goals when you stop reacting to distraction and start getting really intentional about moving the needle on what it is you are truly passionate about and what you truly want in your life. 
Wow. And along the same lines of setting goals, what is your take on visualization? And uh, do you think visualization practices are leading to success or it is just a myth? I absolutely believe in visualization. That's it, my brain. Visualization and mindset is huge. You know, you have folks out there that say, I'm going to manifest. They may actually work for them. But what I actually like about visualization, mm-hmm. I like to use um, a vision board, for example. And the reason why I like that is because it's something to look at every single day to remind you of what is it that you actually want, right? That th- Again, the, have the end goal in mind first. Totally. And then consistently do what you need to do to move the needle on achieving that. Don't worry about the how. Just focus on the what or mental activities that you need to execute on or put into motion to help you move the needle forward on that goal. And, my, and to me, mindset is everything. If you have a negative mindset, they say if you have a negative mindset, that's going to guarantee failure. But if you have a positive mindset, that doesn't guarantee success, but it guarantees that you won't fail. Wow. And uh, can they, if you can tell us about the goal setting, okay? So daily goals, monthly goals, yearly goals, how to break them down for maximum success. I love that you even spoke about breaking them down. Most people will have or feel inspired to have a really, really big goal because it feels so big and so out of reach. They mm-hmm. sort of sound repressive because they don't think they'll ever get. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? Totally. The thing that says most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate how much they can do in five years. So when it comes to goal setting, I think it's incredibly great and brave to have a huge goal that feels so scary to you. You are capable of big things, you just maybe don't think you are right now. So if there is something that you truly, truly are passionate about, I call it the voice inside of you. I I feel like every single one of us has this voice that sometimes we're not very honest about having, but it tells you to do this, you should do this, you should do this. You may not even know why you have that, but it's there for a reason. You can either listen to it and lean into the uncomfort you're feeling about, who am I to do this? That's a huge goal, I'll never accomplish it. That takes a brave person to do that. Yeah. Or can continue to repress it because you don't know why. Well, you repress it because you don't think you'll ever get there. And here's my question. This is the way I think of it. You'll you'll notice I have a big clock behind me. You do. That clock is a reminder to me that every time that needle moves, that's one less second I have in my life. Wow. And when I get to my death, there's no way out of it. We are all going to die. When I get to my deathbed, what are my regrets going to? And when I think about that, it actually helps me overcome any fear that I have of doing new things or wanting to try new things for fear of failure, for fear of what other people will think. Because your life is about you, not other people. If you feel passionate and compelled about something, ask yourself this. When I get to my deathbed, will I regret not exploring this? Will I regret not trying? Will I regret not being consistent in trying? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then you have to make a decision to yourself. Are you going to be okay with that regret? And most people would say no. Most people would say, I do not want any regrets when I'm on my deathbed. And if that's not motivation, my friend, I don't know what is. Totally, Kendall. So you have opened my eyes on getting a new big clock because that will surely help me keep a track of time because time is actually not time. It is light that is passing. So make sure that before you hit the bed, dead bed, you have no regrets. So Kendall, what are the best ways of reaching out to you? You have mentioned that you are available on all the social media platforms. Please tell us about the IDs available. So is it your name there or what? Yes, my website is chantalrusso.com. You can also find me on Instagram at chantalrusso coaching. 
and Facebook as well, Chantal Russo Coaching. Chantal Russo Coaching it is. And uh, any final messages before we let you go, Chantal? Yeah, one final thing I just want to leave with everyone that has really helped me propel myself forward and goals and just wanting to do and try things, even if I have a fear of failure, even if I have a fear of what other people are saying that I carry with me on a daily basis, and that is get comfortable being uncomfortable because that is where you grow the most. I like that thought and I would just take a little more time. So what is the best way of getting uncomfortable? What is the first step? I'd say the first step is realizing that you are uncomfortable and instead of sheepishly crawling back into your comfort zone, right? Let me take it back even even a little bit more. Your comfort zone is the area where you already feel comfortable. These are things that you already feel that you do well, that you know about, that you don't worry about not knowing. Mm. Your uncomfort zone is you how I how I identify my uncomfort zone is a feel it it's usually my heart starts pounding or i you know I, I start getting really nervous and what i've tried to now reframe it as is i'm having this feeling because it's not comfortable because i don't have any experience here well how do you get experience somewhere you continue to expose yourself to it and there's something to be said for repetition is the mother of all learning and the uncomfort the more you do the thing that you fear or you more the more you do something that you're not a pro at just quite yet guess what you'll get better each and every single time and your comfort zone starts to expand. Here's something I'll, I'll share with you. You know how every year most folks will create their New Year's resolutions or some will pick a word for the year? I wanted to do something different because I was sitting in this mindset of if we grow outside of a comfort zone, what is one thing I could do this year to make myself uncomfortable on purpose? And then came up with the idea that I was not going to drink alcohol for a year. Okay. And how is it going so far? Five months strong, my friend. Five months. Wow. wow. I've gone out. I've gone to parties. I've gone to Vegas. I've literally forcibly put myself in situations to be uncomfortable mm. because I know that the more I lean into that, the easier it will be cut. Wow. Wow, Chantal. So thank you so much for the final thoughts. And with that said, that was today's episode of the Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Today we have Chantal with us. Chantal, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much, my friend. Take it easy. Thank you so much again. I am your host, Kiran Nagar, signing off. You guys take care. Bye, guys. Bye.